Welcome, this is Andrew Schechter, host of Politically Incorrect Podcast on EA Truth Radio, brought to you by Eternal Affairs Media every Thursday night. Say a, a prayer, that, and today we have a very special prayer for all those um, the children and, 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 and uh, people trying to trying to make a life for themselves and, 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 and escape poverty and escape escape uh, uh, countries that are, that are that are very dangerous and whatnot um, bad conditions uh, uh, any, anyway we, we're going to say the prayer tonight for those folks trying to trying to get in their country being stopped being being manipulated and utilized in, in bad in very bad ways we pray heavenly father Heavenly Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you assist and help all those who are in trouble on our borders, all those who are in trouble in other nations trying to escape terror and tragedy, and and please, please st help stop the exploitation and, and, and support all those pe great people that are doing their jobs to try and stop not only the, the government, but, but uh, you know, drug cartels and, and all sorts of evil people. Please Please save these children and these poor unfortunates and help us do our jobs and help everybody out there that's, that's on that mission you know, keep them safe and, and keep and let them do their job to bring these people back to safety. We pray in your heavenly name. Amen. Amen. Today we have a very special return guest, our good friend Butterfly. Not down at the border today. I hear you're in Washington, D.C. today, Butterfly. What's happening? What's going on at the border? Well, actually, I'm in Washington State. Ah, Washington and, State. Okay. Yes, yes. I've uh, got five kids and four grandkids, and uh, I've been I've been ministering to my own and and uh, and and things up here. But I've uh, guys heading down to the border, and uh, actually have quite the border update. Um, uh. Our mission in that 10 miles of wall is complete. Uh, not only is it completely clean and there's no more trafficking there. Also, those five holes have been filled as of October 13th. They had filled holes one and two. They partially filled holes four and uh, or no. Yeah, four. And then three and five were getting ready to be built. All, all glory to God. There's no other reason other than God got glorified because the volunteers that went down there because of the media for getting the light shining on what the cartels and the government were doing. And there is no more trafficking, no more babies being trafficked through no more humans, no more drugs through that area. That is absolutely fantastic. And how, how many miles would you say that represents a border? That was a good 10 miles of border. Wow. Unbelievable. So what, what's, yeah. your, what's your next mission and how do you assure that these, uh, well, they got walls up now, I assume, but they're, they're probably going to find a way over top of them. That's like they've done everywhere else, but uh, how, where's your, where's your next mission then? Well, we've got uh, people going up and down the walls. We need more volunteers to do that up and down the border find out where uh, the children are being trafficked at now. Obviously, the trafficking hasn't stopped, but this 10 miles is completed, so we'll move on to another 10. We'll, we'll keep our mission going, keep fighting mile by mile, keeping it clean, stopping the traffic, stepping it up, people like you sharing on media what's going on, getting people involved so God can move. And, and uh, so whatever our Father in Heaven has us doing, we're going to be involved in it. And as you know, me specifically with Veterans on Patrol, uh, I'm at the border uh, doing mostly hum humanity stuff. But um, Lewis is busy um, 
harassing the heck out of a, a, a military base that's uh, he's fighting chemtrails. And uh, we've got some homeless encampments that he has built up. He's taking care of the homeless. We got a, a few families we're taking care of. Oh, and uh, you remember me talking about the little eight-year-old from El Salvador that came through by himself. You remember that? I do remember that. All right. Yep. It was uh, June 5th, I think. And I just got done picking up trash and was heading back up to uh, camp. And there was a baby. There he was. And, and you know, I turned it around and got the point. I got it all on video. Me meeting him, us working together. We exchanged information and then Border Patrol picked him up, uh, followed through with him all the way uh, in, in praise praise report into the arms of his mother. So now that done, yeah, now that done, there, a new operation. And this was the first time I got to run an operation on the backside of of meeting children at the border. So uh, got our donors together. A guy drove eight, eight hours and he went and did a welfare child check, got eyes on the child, made sure he was safe, got him clothes, got him food and got him a new bicycle for his birthday. And, uh, I am in constant contact with this child. He is always sending me little voice messages. My translator has to translate. I got video and pictures of him with his new bike. I was uh, working the day that uh, the, the welfare child check was going on. And I was on the phone when, when Christian came running up all excited because he knew he was getting that new bicycle. So I almost dropped to my knees in tears on the job site. Um beautiful to get to follow through and 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 we have a few follow throughs that have been beautiful um we've had a few times following through where we're uh i i ended up kind of on the outside while they did extractions and got these children to safety depending on the situation and then of course as you know most children are moved faster than we can because all we can do is get their sponsor number that sponsor has to answer the phone and then we have to get an address so we can go check on the child well most traffickers that's a little difficult to do we've got a few people that know how to talk and and find out if these kids are being trafficked or going to a safe residence and and sadly most of them are trafficked they've disappeared i have a bunch of hard copies of uh and pictures of children that that we still need to go find um so as usual, um, this whole trafficking thing from the border to our neighborhoods, uh, we need people involved. And, and as usual, my phone number, 509-263-4612, to get involved uh, in any aspect, whether prayer warrior, donor, boots on the ground, door knockers, um, situations come up all the time. I get calls from all over the U.S. of families in distress, of moms or dads running with their children. We have children being born in hotel rooms because the government keeps taking their kids. In some states, once you lose a child, even if you did nothing wrong and the state just took the child, you lose all your children. And every time you have a baby, they take that one, too. These people have become basic breeders for uh, the government. So they got to hide out and have their kids. And just like I said, hotel rooms and stuff, it's it's a. Uh, it is it's a horrible thing going on but we can all get involved we can all do something um when veterans on patrol uh when we get a phone call from or whatever from anywhere and once we're involved we're involved all the way through so uh yeah definitely call or text me and then of course we've got our uh our links i got my youtube i got my border uh 
uh, playlist that's from the first time at the border to the last update that you're going to be able to see everything that's gone on at the border in the last two and a half years. Uh, get to see these kids, get to see how Veterans on Patrol handles every situation and what we were doing down there and and uh, also updates on what we've continued to do as we follow through and, and continue with the mission. Um, God first, you know, he's going to lead us. Uh, when he calls me, I'll go. I always do. And not, Jesus knocks on my door, I take off. Right now, I've got uh, four grandbabies. I'm getting them to church on Sundays, going to Sunday school with them, training them up. I call them my grand disciples. Uh, I got two brand new grandbabies. I'm my. I have a daughter who's a single mom, so I'm I'm filling up for daycare for her if if something comes up. I I usually have my grandkids all weekend, so I I get to be here for my own and and uh, minister to my own and and uh, God's blessed me to do that. So so there you go. That's uh, pretty much operations going on. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> you, you are, you are the, uh, definitely one of, one of, uh, God's great people and, and one of his great uh, missionaries. Now, since we, we have a very high rating on, on our interviews and podcasts and we reach out across the world at tens of thousands of listeners and some don't know who veterans on patrols that haven't heard our first interviews. Can you just go over quickly when the history of veterans on patrol, who you are, who's involved, and then again, how they can get involved if you don't mind. Absolutely. Veterans on Patrol was started by Michael Lewis, Arthur Myers. He uh, found out about uh, the suicide rate of our veterans and he started a, a homeless encampment and had a working community of the homeless. Uh, they had solar panels. They took care of each other. They'd come in on drugs, find hope there and and were able to recover and uh, and and create a community. And also like at the border or like uh, these things, give them a sense of purpose. You know, if if the, if these homeless veterans, I'm not a veteran, but I'm involved with Veterans on Patrol because I stand firm behind what they're doing. And it is to be we the people, uh, you know, God works through it. Everything's in God's hands and we do his work, whatever we're called to do from the border to our own neighborhoods to make sure that, uh, People are taken care of, that they're loved on, that the gospel shared, that uh, trafficking is is put a stop to anything to network people together. So we're all involved doing something. It is not government affiliated at all. All uh, donations are uh, supplies. We'll take gas cards and gift cards, but we are not government affiliated. So do not take cash, although people personally to get to their station or or you know, outside of it can have donors helping them personally, which I've had. Um, I've had people come up and say, you know, Butterfly, I'd like to send you some gas money to get back down to the border. And usually perfect timing because my father's saying daughter head, head, head south and uh, we all make it work together. Um, also, I wanted to say um, my latest update from the border is uh, I had a guy to go down in Lukesville area and about, so here's our big problem. This is where we're at now, because we're seeing Israel, we're seeing what's going on over there. And we know their border was infiltrated, that they got over that. Well, ours have been wide open for two and a half years. These terrorists have already come here. They're, they've, they're obviously in their little sleeper cells just waiting for the phone call. It's not going to be like Red Dawn where they come out the sky. They're already here. They're among us. 
they're 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 just waiting for their phone call to come in and uh i am uh in a and then and then the guys down at the border saying for some reason at 3 p.m every day they're getting people from all different nations africa um all over coming through and uh they're just coming in they're just coming in so um and, and a lot of these are terrorists. These are military men. That's all they're seeing is military-aged men coming through and uh, and making their place into our country. So uh, with that said, I would say it's very adamant and important to um, have radios, to have your family prepared. You don't know what you might wake up to one morning. Um, to uh, know your neighbors, to have a plan. Uh, the biggest plan you're going to have is your faith in God, because anything else can perish. You don't know what you're going to wake up to, but uh, God's on the throne and he's got a plan for you and he will see you to safety. You know, like uh, there's there's some people well, like, like my for me, my kids, I want to make sure we all have radios and that we can reach out if they shut down cell phone service. If we're locked in our homes, if something goes on and, and just like I said, we need a plan to get out and get somewhere whatever that is, know your community, pay attention to your community. And also that gives you the eyes to pay attention and see if there's any child trafficking going on. And if there is, get a hold of me, 509-263-4612. You know, we're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to get boots on the ground and extract children. That's what we do. The donors come in, the people come in. We have safe houses. Uh, we need people watching and paying attention. Once you get a hold of us, we're going to get involved and we're going to see it through in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I, I, not to get, I don't like getting political on these things, but I've had the question asked that these, these holes are getting plugged. Is that part of the, the uh, Trump deal where he came in and said, and it allocated the money and all of a sudden it's starting to be allocated or is that, or is that coming from someplace else? Do you know? You know, I don't really have an answer except for I give God the glory I, whether whatever door God used, those holes got filled and I didn't think they would. This the area I was in, because people say butterfly, come over here, butterfly, come over here. I knew this 10 miles was a highly child trafficked area. And I says, I'm not going to go anywhere else. If I'm here, I'm going to be here for these 10 holes and I'm not going to leave until they're filled. I didn't see them getting filled. It was a, a it's it's high money, high, high money. For the cartels and those cartels were making hand over fist plus our government backing them up with our tax dollars to uh, make sure these kids get delivered to uh whoever's bought and paid for them so um i just get I, whatever god used however that happened I, I don't really have an answer other than my father in heaven uh had p called us to show up and and we did and he worked a miracle out through that yeah, I, I was I, I was just shocked. The only reason I meant they mentioned it, I've been mean, asked that question. I was like, when I when I saw, I guess it was Biden came on, but it wasn't just it was the whole uh, uh, regime down in Washington D.C. that suddenly came out and said we have to spend this money. After how many years they're like it's just out of nowhere. I mean, if, if Jesus didn't do that <laughs> with all the satanic things going on in this country, if Jesus didn't do that, then there isn't any Jesus. <laughs> Pray, praise the Lord. <laughs> but what, what I can say, whatever, whatever path and whatever glory, it, it all comes ultimately from Jesus. I mean, it comes from God. And, 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 and you know, bless you for, for coming on today and, and giving us this update. It's just absolutely phenomenal to hear that. You know, the one thing in life, and I've always, you know, I'm one of these people that has a very soft spot for children. I had five of my own kids. I got a whole ton of grandkids like you do. 
Um, and they're just so precious. And, 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 and there was a kid on TV today, uh, it was on PBS from El Salvador, and he was telling just how terrible things were and how he, he, he managed to get in. And down in, down in, down in El Salvador, their, their government is coming in and, and they come in and they knock on your door and they say, you're going to, you're going to move drugs. And if you don't move drugs, we're going to kill your kids. That's what the kid was saying that. He said it was terrible. And yet, and yet when they come over here, they're brave and they're making a life for themselves and, and the other kids are making fun of them. This guy was very brave. This, this child was very brave to say a soccer player. And he was very brave to come forward and say that he's going to stand up for, for anyone who stands up, you know, for the, for their nation and for God, basically. And I, I was very impressed by it, but you know, and we really do need to take care of, of, of the kids, especially, but we can't forget too, that there's, there's some of the parents of the kids are being separated and they're being just as much abused too. Um, and we, can, we can't forget everybody that's just being being taken advantage of. Um, now, maybe you can go again. Now, you didn't get much about your website. I mean, you're, you can look on up veterans on patrol, of course. Do you want to uh, go over give your phone number again and give the websites and uh, where they can find more information, Butterfly? Yeah, once again, the best thing to do is just text me, call me. This is my direct number, 509-263. 4612 and I will send you any links. We've got a Telegram Border Wars AZ all caps. Uh that's going to be on on Telegram and then I got a YouTube um and I I don't I can never remember exactly what it is, but if you if you call and text me or or I'll get you set up. I have an at the border chat on Telegram as well. Um I other than that, I I ask that people go through, watch what's going on at our wall. At our wall, the videos that I've done are around ten minutes, if that. So they're not big long videos. That you know, I'll, I'll have a few minutes of the of people coming through, and then uh, and then I'll stop and call Border Patrol and let them know there's you know there's children or whoever's come through at that point. And then show what, what I'm, you know, have the video that, cause I always put the, the camera in my pocket. I put it on video and put it in my pocket. So it's not a perfect video, but you're going to hear what's going on. If my arm's in the way or something, you're going to see what's going on. If I'm in my car and I'm driving up on something, I always had it on my dash and ready to go. Um, I pretty much documented everything. And when you watch it and it touches you and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's powerful. Share it share it, get the word out. And that gets veterans on patrol. That gets our name out. People can get a hold of me. Me or uh, Lewis's number is going to be on in, in, uh, in that, you know, all the links will be uh, in the description and then uh, anywhere you want to get involved, anything you want to do, there's God's always got something out there for you. you. Get up in the morning, you walk out the front door and and the next thing you know, you're you're ministering the gospel to somebody. You never know what situations. Always uh, spend your time with the Lord when you get up in the morning. Put your feet in the ground and say, God, what do you want? And spend that time with them. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you because th- this is a constant. You know, we're we're at war. We're at war. This is a spiritual evil going on around us, and we're God's warriors. We're shining light in the darkness, if nothing else. Um, God can ask you to do weird things at the border. God told me to get a shofar and I let my donors know and somebody donated one. I brought it down to the border and God said, blow it up and down the border. And I said, Lord, I don't know how to blow a shofar. <laughs> I got the poor dog in the back of my car while I'm going up and down blowing on this thing. And, it, you know, good heavens. 
Um, but God's God was working something out. I don't even know the significance of that, but that's what he said to do. And and uh, you know, when when the general told tells, tells a soldier to to do this or do that, you don't question. You just say, all right, you know, you go where you're called and let God do the work through you. There, there's nothing in me that that accomplished anything at that border except for showing up. He did the work and he gave me the strength to do the work. You know, I, I did a 19 day distilled water fast once and and that was it. And just water for 19 days. And that was following up a 14 day uh, tea and water fast. And God God did that. There's nothing in me that goes out long without food. <laughs> but God had called me to a time of fasting and prayer with him. And so I I followed through. I I just took one step at a time and let him do the work, um, you know, and, and take that into account too. anybody who's, who's uh, stuck in addiction. You know, when I did that fasting, God delivered me from cigarettes. I I always quit smoking when I was pregnant and nursing, but I always started back up. But God says some things are by prayer and fasting. And and so be it. You know, he he delivered me. God, uh, it's it's a moment at a time. It's it's not a stress. It is a journey. And God's got us on an amazing one. I would have never saw myself 10 years ago down at the border, you know, doing that for two and a half years, living there down there for months in a tent. That, that just wouldn't have even been a thought. But. God took me on this on this adventure and and uh he just said go and I went and uh I'm I'm grateful I'm humbled by that that was a that was a uh, it was hard it was difficult he had to grow me up a lot down there but he was uh, because I showed up um all of a sudden you know I'm on the road and there's our little El Salvador boy Christian for example, or or I'd get a group of children coming through there was there was days and nights I had babies coming through all the time uh, day, all day, all night, getting no sleep, just sleeping there on the border, waiting for more. And uh, thank God, even if I was the only one there, that someone was there. And thank God for the volunteers that showed up down there. We had a time where we had a constant, it, we constantly had hole three filled and the cartels couldn't stand that. That's a big hole for them. They, uh, the train there, because they, they're running back and forth through those holes and and dropping supplies off and and trafficking the kids through because you've got traffic going both ways. They're running into America and out of America. Some of the traffic's going to go up the road and use our government funds to so you know the the cartels can use the, our tax money through the government to move these kids to their next location. Why wouldn't they? You know that's that saves them a ton of money or depending on the situation, run them through. And I have been down there where 300 military men raced through one hole while I was at another hole. It was one helicopter that showed up for that. They weren't able to catch all those guys. They, they apprehended a few, but um, we're needed. Um, although we are completely infiltrated, and we are, those are still open borders. And right now we've got, we've got a, a tsunami coming through and uh we protect our country not this government i don't trust this government in jesus name i pray a miracle i think uh, our house speaker's a miracle for example the one we just got i think god moved there and uh and so i i have hope as far as that but but we can't just hug our local politician and, and hope he's gonna come around 
these laws, these rules, these ways this regime is is using we the people is in uh, layers and layers like an onion. We got to get down to the core of it before we can make a change politically. But we can make a change just by showing up. We can make a change by going where God's telling us to go, according to what we have. I've had disabled people, you know, butterfly, I wish I could show up at the border. Well, they're using a little bit of their disability to send supplies down for these kids for so we can help them. And and prayer warriors, all I can do is pray, butterfly. Well, you know what? If I'm eating the only one there, we're all there. That's all of us. If I if I made it through alive, that's because people were praying. I had extra angels and protection. The fact that I would show up perfectly to a place where there would be children coming through that God ordained, you know, I'm taking a left instead of a right. I'm like, whoops, I went the wrong way. And then, bam, here come babies. Um, God ordained that. God made perfect timing. And that is a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. And And even not, you know, I don't understand the language that well. I know maybe 12 words. I can put a few things together. But uh, even with all my time down there, I just wasn't able to really pick it up. But God would make sure we were able to work something out, whether I got a translator on the phone or even if I was in a spot I couldn't, I would still be able to walk away and I would have pictures of the children and I'd have information on the children and uh we could do our best to follow through, but at least we have their information. We can pray over them wherever they're at or just minister and get a smile on their face. You know, they they kind of be laughing at me as I'm jumbling around trying to get supplies for them and make sure they're okay. And my mama's spirit just being like, oh, my gosh, are you guys okay?" And sometimes I forget all my Spanish. I'd be so concerned. And uh, they got smiles on their faces. They're getting toys. They're getting loved on. They They know. Even the teenagers, you know, I got respect from these kids that we don't understand each other's languages. These teenagers are tough. They're smart kids. They've been through some hell in their life. And they're looking at me and they're they're like, okay, we, we trust you. We like you. That was a huge compliment from there, from them to me. I and and God ordained that. God made that happen. God created an atmosphere. I just just like I said, I showed up anybody that showed up down there. That's what they did. Showed up. It's not because you're a great gunslinger or you can translate well. It's because you're standing there in the name of Jesus and he's going to minister. Standing guard at the border. Uh, very, very proud. We're all very proud of you, Butterfly. We, it's more than I can do. I mean, my, I do my best just getting on my podcasts and interviews with good, great folks like you. Uh, there's a lot of people working. I'm gonna I'm gonna I close on close on one thing before we shut down uh, the the interview today. I'd like you to mention what happens because you talked about the border, but you said there's also some help uh, where these children are ending up, and you didn't mention that tonight. Can you reiterate what what goes on? Like once they once the kids get moved, you said there's some people that are needed to follow through with them. Yes, absolutely. So basically, the the babies would come through the holes in the wall. Um, just like I says, minister, exchange information, give them a Bible with the number, get their information if we can. And then uh, they're picked up by Border Patrol. And then I would send that information up. Uh, we've got translators that are going to take those sponsor numbers and call and say, hey, are you expecting a child, a 10 year old child? And yes, we are. OK, uh, we need to know the address where the child's going, get the address. Can you tell us what the child's name is? You know, right there, we're going to be able to tell 
by either we're going to hear paperwork going while they're looking for the name or we're going to hear an excited family member be like, oh, praise the Lord, my baby's on the way. So um, once we have that, we're going to have somebody, uh, I've got people in every state and we need more in every state that's going to um, go and knock on the door. So uh, men and women of God, um, this is Christian based. This is this just you just don't do any of this without Jesus in front of you. It's David before Goliath. David didn't come in front of Goliath as a knobby need teenager. He came in the name of the God of Israel, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So um, you're going to have a translator on the phone. Uh, the uh, the sponsor's going to be expecting you. You're going to go knock on a door, and you're going to look in and see what's going on. Does this child have food? Does this child have water? Is this child in a bad situation? Uh, you know, the videotaping with the phone in your pocket thing is a great idea. Um, that way it's kind of nonchalant, but you're able to see what's going on and document that. And then we're going to run operations according. If the children need food, water, clothes, if they need a safe house, if they need extraction, we're going to, uh, all those operations call for people. They call for our veterans. They call for people that know what they're doing. Even at the border, you know, militias, God, godly militias down there. Uh, doing operations and seeing when the runners are coming through, where are they run and where are they dropping their supplies? And then operations come together from that situation. So in all aspects of that, we need volunteers. Um, we'll have uh, Lewis Arthur. He'll be out doing his, doing his thing and run across a, a cartel stronghold and find out women are being raped inside. Okay, bam. We get in hold of our donors. We're working out operations. We're going to get these women extracted into hotel rooms. Uh, into to, to we're going to bring them to safety, and that's independent on the situation. We're going to work the operations out and then come together as it and and network network it out to uh to, to do whatever's called depending on the situation. Uh, most important thing is is getting women and children to safety. We have a big problem with a lot of these people coming through, like uh, Christian and his mom. I, I I always go back to them. I'm I'm pro but she um that when their court cases are in 2028, 2029, they can't get they can't work. So when these people come through, they think, oh, well, I'm going to get a job. Oh, I'm going to get a life. And they may be, be coming from a horrible situation. So these are our innocents that are coming through and they, they they need asylum. They need help. But they come through and they can't get a job because they can't get a court date for three to five years. You know, so now they're on the streets. Well, you come through on the cartel. Now the cartel's going to use you here to do the same thing they're doing in El Salvador. You know, they're MS-13 using these boys, using these kids um, to from trafficking to work camps to drugs, delivering drugs, supplying, whatever, you know. And, and as we all know, these kids are they're worth a lot. I mean, you can you can prostitute them out 10, 15 times a day. And when their bodies are broken, that that's organ harvesting. That's, you know, that these kids are put in a bad situation, let alone our own government. This regime that we're under that uh, will extract children at, at, and put them into their own traffic lines. You know, the satanic cult wants a kid. They get the kid. It's, it's a scary world. I, I highly suggest praying Psalms 91 in the full armor of God on all your family members and children daily. And I highly suggest following the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, because just like God has said to me, 
at times when this has broken me, when I've seen situations that bring me to tears and sobbing and fear for my children. And my God's got to get in my face and say, daughter, stand firm. I got the kids. I got the grandkids. And I believe that if I'm following him, when I was at the border and uh, situations in my household ended up with a bunch of drug addicts moving in, I was robbed for everything. I had to move my son out. He was a senior in high school uh, to his brothers. Um, my father said, daughter, stand firm. I was at the border and I did. I stayed where I, where he called me to be. God said he had my kids and my grandkids and that I needed to stand where he told me to stand. And I, I, that's what we do. So if God's going to say he's got it, we got to trust that. And we got to be where we're called to be. We're his soldiers. This is a hard war. And I believe there's an extra hedge of protection around my family when I put my father first and listen to his call. I Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're always welcome back. If you have any updates, let us know. We'll, we'll get you on the air and get the, get it out there again. Once again, folks, Butterfly Down at the Border with Veterans on Patrol. Thank you for coming today and always welcome back. God bless you. And may Jesus sit, ride your shoulders as you patrol the border. Praise back with you. at you. Thank you. All right. You have a good night. Take care. Amen. You too.